first Thanksgiving for being here this morning and for God working in our lives in the ways that he does. And um, as I was thinking and praying and meditating about a message, the other day, I think it was last week, I was driving to school and um, in the Palm Springs area when it rains a lot, they shut down a lot of different roads. And it seems like if it rains a little bit, they shut down a lot of different roads. And it seems like everyone ends up on my route to work. <laughs> and um, it, and the, my Date Palm is a road that <clears throat> it goes in front of my school. And um, I gave myself 20 minutes to get to work. And it's a 10-minute drive. And I was late. And uh, when you're late as a teacher, you have to call and get someone to open up your classroom. and and they need to let the kids in and whatnot. And it's a little embarrassing um, because, you know, you're supposed to be there. And then when you get there, all the students are looking at you, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and you know, it kind of sets your, your day different. And I remember thinking about that and pondering about that and being a little bit annoyed with myself and with the situation and all these different things. And God brought to my mind that I needed to be more thankful and that he has blessed me with so many things. And um, I begin to think about all the different things that God has blessed me with. I begin to think about, even when I was little, how God has blessed me. Even things that at the time I perceived as a negative thing, how ultimately God has blessed me. And I begin to think about, um, in the seventh grade, I won the Miracle Mile. I remember I ran a 558, and I was so excited about it. I, I won that seventh grade and eighth grade year. I remember... Um, 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 playing uh, soccer on many different teams and having winning seasons. I remember uh, playing on a, a select team and we lost every single game and, and how, how that was a blessing to learn from that. I remember so many different things that God has blessed me with. And he said, you're going to allow this one thing to change your day. This one negative thing, you're going to allow, you're going to make it big enough that you're not going to allow these blessings that I've given you to take effect. You're not going to allow to hold those things in, in a precious way. It made me think about how are you holding the blessings that I've given you? Are you holding them in a sacred place? Or are you holding the negative thing in a sacred place? Are you holding the negative thing in front of you? What are you doing? Let us jump into the word. Our foundational scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. If someone can read that for us this morning. As I was looking this up, um, several things came to my mind. I was um, thinking about um, um, how God has blessed me with children. And there's a, 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 a blessing that I have that children, only children can bless you with. And I'll explain that in a moment. In everything, Amen. give thanks. Amen. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. It said, in everything, give thanks. And um, sometimes, uh, uh, me being who I am, I try to think of situations where maybe I couldn't give thanks. Maybe the, uh, the situation was, was of such that I thought maybe um, um, I couldn't give thanks. And I've told the story about when I was in college and I got in a car accident. And uh, um, I got rear-ended, and, and the person that hit me didn't have insurance. My back was hurt, and I had so many things that I felt were going against me at that moment. 
But as I look back on that story, one of the things that I can give thanks for is I was able to uh, call my father after I got in an accident, and he picked up the phone. He said, where are you? And just hearing his voice was so beautiful to me and such a blessing because I realized that he would come there and help me. And there's so many folks I know that don't have a father to call. They don't have someone that would come to them if, in the case of an accident. And so when I think about that, I realize that I am so blessed to be able to, um, to, um, uh, um, to have that uh, support system, if you will. And our next scripture is First uh, uh, Chronicles 16 and 34, I believe it is. If someone could read that. Amen, amen, amen. And this is what I was talking about with children. Um, they sometimes ask me questions I don't have the answer to. Like, how long is forever? I don't know. It's long, right? And I remember uh, Trenton asking me one time, he said, how big is the earth? And I said, well, I don't know how big the earth is. He said, well, how big is the universe? And I said, well, you know, I don't know how big that is. He said, how many universes are there? And I said, I don't know about that. But what I do know is God love can fill it all up. And when I think about that, I think about that God's love is big enough to fill the world. It's big enough to fill the universe. It's big enough to fill whatever the universe is in. And we realize that this is the God that we're praying to. This is the God that's blessed us to wake up this morning. This is the God that wants us to put his thanksgivings in front of us. He doesn't want to put it behind us. He doesn't want us to forget that he's blessed us to breathe. He blessed our eyes to work. He blessed us to be able to run. You know, if you're blessed to get up and be like, oh, I need to lose a few pounds. He blessed you to be able to do that. Amen. I think about this often because I realize that sometimes we can get in our head. We can get in front of ourselves with a negative thing, with a thing that's right in front of us. I think sometimes uh, the devil wants to put blinders on us. I don't know if you've seen horses with the things on their sides so they don't get distracted. Well, the devil doesn't want us to look back at the blessings that he's blessed us with because those are going to empower us. And when I thought about this message, what I want us to do is I want us to take the blessings that God has blessed us with, put it in a pouch. And if you could uh, uh, pull it out when you need to throw it at something that's negative, we want to hold those things with us and carry them with us. Let us go on to the next scripture, which I believe is, uh, was it Psalms? Amen. 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 Okay, let's stop right there. We will continue. But I want to talk about this. It talks about singing. You know, I think it's, it says make a joyful noise. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling really down, when I sing, it lifts me up. It gives me levity. And so I think it's so important that it's in the word here because it understands how important singing is, how important chanting is, all these different things that we see in the Bible. Especially sometimes when folks are going to war, they're singing. We realize the power of that. Continue. Amen. And a great king above all gods. Amen. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. Amen. The strength of the hills is his also. Amen. The sea is his. Amen. And he made it. Amen. And his hands formed the dry land. Amen. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Amen. This is so powerful because when we realize 
what it's saying in this word. It's saying the power of the mountains, the power of the sea is in his hand. I don't know if you've ever watched any of these superhero movies. Oftentimes they want people that can, that can control the water or can control these different things. And what it's saying in this word over 2,000 years ago that God has that power, that this isn't fictitious. This isn't something that, uh, um, that we need to make up to sell uh, uh, tickets. This is something that's a reality. It's something that we have the opportunity to tap into. And I think it's important to remember that when we get down on ourselves and we're in, we're in a battle and we're struggling and we're saying, oh, it's me. What can we do? Understand that he can do this. I think about um, when my father passed away. It was a very uh, tough time for me and I was really struggling. And I remember uh, in my despair, uh, God brought to me that you have a father that you're going to miss. I remember many times uh, talking to my fellow friends on the soccer team, different folks, and they... They couldn't wait till their father would die. They couldn't wait. They didn't have a connection. One said, I don't know who my father is, but we realized that I was blessed to have a father I would miss. I was blessed to have a father that, that, uh, um, that did uh, good things in this world, that I can look upon his life and realize that, oh, no, this is how a man should act. This is how you should act in the situation, that you could... Um, uh, um, um, not do these things that are uh, um, that are negative, and you know many times I, I talk about teaching and teaching you will be tried you 'll be tested you 'll be all of these things will happen if you 're teaching and I remember a, a distinct time of a student that was acting up and um, and I realized that I needed to treat him with love because I saw that from my father it wasn 't something it wasn 't in me this natural i was like oh I just want to treat this child that's treating me bad <laughs> with love, but it was something that i 've seen and I, I realized let 's continue. Let's go on to Psalms uh, 28 and 7, if anyone has that. Psalms 28 and 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise him. Amen, amen. Can we read that one more time? The Lord is my strength and my shield. Mm. Mm. This is so important. It said, the Lord is my strength and my shield. You know, growing up, as you guys know, I'm the baby. And what that means is <clears throat> I was the smallest one. I was the, the weakest one at times. And um, what's important is sometimes you may view yourself as that. You may not feel like you're strong physically, mentally, who knows what it is. But it's saying here that the Lord is your strength. It's saying the Lord is your shield as well. I think about my grandmother. She was a small in stature, um, but just a really uh, um, powerful woman. And I think about how uh, she was very soft-spoken, um, but uh, if she um, wanted you to know something, you knew it. <laughs> and I think about that. I remember uh, one time I was, we're at um, her house and we're wrestling and she told us to stop and we kept on wrestling. And uh, she came over with a yardstick and she tapped me on the, on, on the side. She said, stop. And I understood what she meant. I understand that it doesn't just mean that, you know, sometimes we think about, you know, who's the loudest one in the room or who's the one that's talking the most. Or I don't know if you've ever been to a meeting. It seems like this person just wants to hear themselves talk the whole time and, and you can't get a word in edgewise. And maybe there's some things on the agenda you want to address, but you may not get to it. But understand that the Lord is your strength and he is your shield. He goes before you in these situations when you feel inadequate, when you feel you don't understand, you're not capable of, of doing what it is, whatever the task is. Understand that if you're following God's will, that he's going to give you the strength to handle it. He's going to give you the strength to, to take it on. So now we want to go on to uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 23. We'll stop a few times, but we can just kind of go through those. 1 
Yes. Rejoice Amen. Amen. Pray without ceasing. Amen. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. Amen. Okay, let's stop right there. So I look at this like a recipe. It says, you know, rejoice evermore. That means that we need to be rejoicing often. We need to be good in spirit. We need to be feeling good. We need to be uh, 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 um, doing these things. And I want to be clear. I understand there's times we don't feel good. There's times we're sick mentally, physically, all these things. But I believe that if we follow the recipe, that God will bless us and that we'll be able to be rejoiceful most of the time. It says pray without ceasing. You know, sometimes I find myself when I'm struggling, I'm praying a whole lot more than when things are going well. But it's saying here that we need to be praying all the time, the good time, the bad time, the mundane time. We need to be praying. And I think if we do these things, we follow the recipe, we will, we will understand how to be rejoiceful all the time. I think sometimes, and I want to be clear that I'm guilty of this as well, we take bits and pieces of the recipe and the meal doesn't come out right. You know, sometimes you think you do this, you do that, but you're not praying all the time. Or maybe you're not trying to be rejoiceful enough or whatever the case may be. Let's start back at 18. I know you read it, but let's read it again. In everything give thanks. Amen. Amen. Quench not the spirit. Amen. Despise not prophesying. Okay, let's stop right there. Um, when it says quench not the spirit, I think of this as sometimes uh, uh, we put parameters on God. We say, oh, I just want this much. But in reality, God wants to bless us with so much more. I think about, uh, I remember I was uh, um, in college and I had a little Honda Accord and I said, I just want you to bless it till I graduate. And it died shortly after I graduated. And I thought, man, why didn't I ask for a little bit longer? And so I think when I think of this, let us not, uh, 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 let's have a little bit more open-ended prayers. Let's understand that, that God is the, the, has the power of the mountains and the sea. And we are praying to this God. And, and he understands us even before we were born on this earth. So let us uh, uh, lay in that understanding. Let us walk in that understanding. Let us bless us beyond what we can comprehend. Let's continue. Uh, young, you can start Despise now. Despise not prophesying. Mm -hmm. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Amen. Let's. What? What? No one was that. <clears throat> okay. Let's stop right there. Said hold fast, which is good. And this goes back to what I was talking about. So when God blesses us, let us hold it fast. Let's hold it next to us. Let's be able to bring it up in front of us and use it with whatever we're, we're facing at the time. Continue. I love this because, uh, you know, sometimes we think about, uh, you know, something may not be bad, but it says appearance of evil. So something may not actually be bad, but it may actually look bad. And it wants us to, to steer clear of that because I think of it kind of like pitching your tent towards Sodom. Like maybe you're not in Sodom, but you're going in that direction. And I think what it's saying here is that let us steer clear of that. And this is part of that recipe. We follow these things and we can be joyful every day. Amen. Let's continue. And the very God of And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Amen, amen, amen. I love this because it's, it's completely, it's talking about not only our body, but it talks about our soul. And I think about, I remember my father uh, often would say that our soul is the most valuable possession that we have. And I think about that because it's something that we're dealing with now and something we'll deal with after eternity or after we pass on from this world. And I think about that and how powerful that is. I think about this world and oftentimes we uh, um, think about um, um, uh, um, how the structure is designed and, and we have you know, money and we've agreed upon all these different things and, and you know, people, some people say you know, money can buy happiness, some people say it can't but I'm here to tell you that God can give you happiness, I'm here to tell you that you follow the recipe and what will come out on the other side is something that uh, is delightful, something that is beautiful something that is loving, something that people want to be around in the positive way something that people will come to you and ask you for advice and, and want to know how do you do what you do? How do you consistently uh, stay positive? How do you consistently uh, uh, love people that maybe uh, have a negative uh, uh, perspective on you? How do you go in these different places where you know that people don't like you, but you are consistently showing them love? If you follow the recipe, you'll be able to do these things. I want to be clear. It's not easy. God didn't say it was going to be easy. He didn't say it was going to be a walk in the park. He says he, um, he can give us what we can handle. But I will tell you, sometimes it'll push you right to the edge of what, who you are. So understand you'll be challenged. You understand it will be rigorous. Understand that it's going to, you may trip and fall, but it doesn't mean you stay down. First Samuel 17 and 33. And Saul said to David, Amen. 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 Continue. Amen. 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 Let's stop right there. So as we look at this. We understand that in this context, I would say this is a drop the mic scripture because here David is. He is, a, he is nothing but a boy and he's fighting a, 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 a Goliath in his life, a physical Goliath that's been a warrior from the youth. And it's clear we know he's a giant. But David was able to take um, things that God has blessed him with in the past. He said, look, he blessed me with the lion. He blessed me with the bear. And he's going to bless me with this. He wants us to do this as a perfect example. When you're in a situation and you don't know what to do and you're feeling maybe down emotionally, physically, who knows what it is, take those, those blessings that God has given us from the past and he wants you to use it in front of you. He wants you to be inspired by it, be emboldened by it, understand that he can bless you with this. He blessed you to wake up. He blessed you with health, that this is no different. I think about, um, um, as many of you know, I'm asthmatic. And uh, my first um, asthma attack, that serious asthma attack, happened in kindergarten. And um, I don't know if any of you have asthma or struggle with breathing. Anyone that's exercised, you understand what it means to not be able to catch your breath. And it's a very serious, very scary experience. And especially for someone in kindergarten, it was... It was uh, uh, very scary. I didn't know what was happening to my body. And ultimately, they called the uh, paramedics, and they came and got me and put me on oxygen and took me home. And, um, you know, uh, as I think back about that, and, you know, it was a very uh, uh, um, tough situation um, that I was in. But I realize now that God was blessing me through that whole situation. Um, and um, at the time, our address was not on file. 
So I had to actually tell the, the ambulance driver how to get to my house. And mind you, I'm in kindergarten. And, the, and I knew where I lived, but they didn't believe me that I knew where I was going. I was like, no, no, you go here, you go there. I knew where I was going. But God blessed that situation because, um, you know, if um, in, in reality, if they don't have an address, then their next step is to put me in some type of social services or something like that if they don't have a place to actually take me to. And, um, and I know that God blessed the situation that they believed me. We got home and um, I ended up getting um, even sicker after that. But the other thing that happened that was significant about me having an asthma attack on that specific day it, it was the last day that I was planning to be there anyway. I was actually transferring to another school. And all those students thought I died because the last time they saw me, I went away in the ambulance. And uh, I remember about five years later, or even more, I was in middle school. I was playing soccer. And I was a kid on the other team yelled out right before we started. He said, Bryce, you're alive. <laughs> and he was a kindergartner in that class. And I think about that, and I think about um, how serious it is to have a serious asthma attack and not have support or whatever the case may be. But I realize that God blessed me in that situation. And I realize that um, your situations that you might be in might be a lot worse than mine. But I do understand, I believe, that God can bless you with whatever your situation is. I believe that he's already blessed you and that he will continue to bless you um, in your life. And what I hope that we can get from this, these uh, uh, set of scriptures and, 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 and looking at David and how he dealt with Goliath, that we can take the things that God has blessed us with. We can take the, the blessings that he's blessed us with and that we can uh, meditate on them on a regular basis. That we're not caught uh, uh, um, surprised in a situation and not realize what God has blessed us with. That we're not going into a battle, a spiritual battle, or, or going into a tough day at work without remembering how blessed we are. The understanding that um, I realize that things come up, and I realize that we're human, and God realizes that as well. And I believe that's why he's given us these very specific stories, because he realizes how the human disposition is. And um, he came down as, Jesus came down as a man so he could understand the different things. And not that he needed, but I think we needed that understanding to see that. Because he knew that if humans, if, we didn't, if he didn't do that, we'd say, oh, but our situation is unique, or whatever the case may be. And, and so I just want us to be able to carry that with us as we um, go forward into our week, as we go forward um, with the different things that may come up in our, uh, in our lives. Yeah. And uh, I just feel, um, I want to be clear that this uh, line of thinking is not something that I feel like I have all figured out, but I, I, I felt uh, um, impressed to share it. In Jesus' name, amen.